Abstaining from sexual activity is a choice made by individuals for a variety of reasons, often rooted in health, religion, and spiritual beliefs. Whether it's a decision driven by concerns about physical well-being, adherence to religious doctrines, or a deep connections to spiritual principles, this choice reflects the profound influence that personal values and convictions can have on one's approach to intimate relationships. This introduction opens the door to a broader exploration of the diverse motivations and consequences of sexual abstinence, highlighting the intricate interplay between physical, religious, and spiritual aspects of human life. Whether you practice the hookup culture or are on your quote-unquote whole phase, whatever choice you make pertaining to your sex life is all up to you. As for me, I took the opposite route. Just a disclaimer, this episode will contain words related to sex, so if you are not 18 years or older, or if the subject of sex is not your favorite subject, then I suggest you to skip this episode. If you are open to conversations about sex and are interested to hear my views on why I am abstaining from sex, keep listening because you don't want to miss this episode. to another episode of yours truly it is i your one and only host truly of course who doesn't like to talk about sex like come on so if you are tuning in right now yes this subject is going to be related to sex again in my introduction if you are sensitive when it comes to people talking or mentioning about sex then this episode is not for you on my previous episodes that I have uploaded, if you guys tune in to episode 19, Good Girl Finished Last, that episode is where I talked about, you know, us good girls not being able to experience what it's like to, to come when we have sex with our partner. So if you want more details about my experience, definitely check that episode out. Another episode that I uh, talk about sex or that was very, I don't know, sexual, I guess, is my uh, <laughs> experience with San Diego guy, episode 29, where I met him during my trip in San Diego. And I wasn't having it because he was too sexual to my liking, okay? So if you want to go back to those episodes and uh, just take a listen, go right ahead. But if not, then stay away from those because, like I said, a lot of sexual talk, okay? So on this episode, I will be sharing with you guys my journey to abstinence. Now, if you are to ask me what is abstinence, I didn't really hear much about this word um, ever since I got divorced. And when I am a curious human being and when I want to fully take control of my life, I like to do my research. I like to understand certain things in life and being a fresh off the marriage divorce boat (laughs) uh, abstinence and celibacy was one of the things that I learned and uh, of course you can always google what the meaning of it is but for me 
compared to abstinence and celibacy, there is a difference between that. But for me, I am practicing more of the abstinence versus celibacy. So for celibacy, it's pretty much from my own definition is that when you are celibate, you are no longer having sex. Like sex is out of the table. You are becoming a nun or priest. (laughs) And so you're not doing oral sex. You're not doing anal sex. You're not doing um, the front, back, upstairs, downstairs. <laughs> you're not entering any hole of your body, okay? And so that's what celibacy is. For abstinence, even though you're not physically having sex, meaning that if you're not practicing any sexual, I don't know, physical sex right then in the future when you meet somebody eventually you will have sex so that's how i interpret it but then again you can always google search the definition but for this episode i just want to show you guys my journey to abstinence and this is a journey that a lot of people do not want to do and you know throughout my whole podcast you guys know that i have been single I'm, i've gone to a couple of dates but when it comes to being in a serious relationship, I haven't done that after divorcing. And so a lot of people will take the route of jumping to a next relationship or they are now in a relationship. As for me, I'm so single because I choose to do that. Like I said, some people don't choose to go through the single route and that's totally fine, whatever you choose. But for me, I chose to be single and also I choose to be abstinence and with that a lot of people don't want to be abstinent of course you know people say that when you're single take the time to be in your whole phase right be part of the hookup culture if that is something that you want to do and you want to experience great go at it for me you know there are times where I do think about trying the different flavors of the skittles okay (laughs) but when i think about it i have to you know i have to take a step back and i have to reflect and ask myself is this really who i am as a person as an individual and i have to be honest as much as i wanted to try different you know skittles just to experience it personally i i don't want to do that and i have four reasons as to why I am not part of the hookup culture, nor do I want to practice it or, you know, not having my whole face. I will show you guys four of those reasons. And the first and foremost, the reason why I am abstaining from sex is number one, of course, is health reasons. Of course, there's a lot of people out there who are lucky enough to jump from one body to another and they have never experienced having STDs, chlamydia or HIV. For me, I just want to prevent myself and the headache of going through all of that. There are some people who are unfortunate to, of course, you know, sleep with one person and then they got HIV the first time. And, you know, it's unfortunate. But for me, I'd rather not put myself in that situation and not having to think that for the rest of my life, I am carrying this virus and there's no way to get rid of it. So that is the first reason why I do not want to just sleep around with anybody. Also to add to that, you can contract UTI. So before I left my previous relationship, 
I had my very first UTI. I think I've had it a couple of times. So this is the major one where ladies, if you know what I'm talking about, if you've experienced what it's like to have UTI, that shit hurts like shit. It feels like somebody just grab your uterus and just pull the shit out of your pussy. Okay. <laughs> so that was, yes, I, I do not like the experience. And I also feel like when you are with a partner who does not clean very well down there. Chances are he's going to give you a UTI. And for that, I just did not want to, do not want to deal with that. I want to make sure that my my kitty down there is, is clean, is healthy, and there's no smell or anything like that. Even though you try your hardest to clean yourself down there, if your partner does not clean his or his, the way that he eats or drinks, his health-wise, when he comes inside of you or when, you know, extra pee it comes inside of you it can cause uti and again i'm not a scientist doctor expert but from my experience and what and from what i've read online and whatnot i don't want to deal with that okay <laughs> so i want a clean eggplant okay i don't want a dirty one and i don't know if there's anybody or a video that can teach a man how to clean his eggplant down there but from my experience I just don't, don't want to deal with that, okay? So, of course, first thing foremost, you got to be healthy. You got to make sure that your body is healthy. You got to make sure that you don't have any disease or you're with someone who doesn't have that. And there are times people will lie that they don't have HIV. There are times a guy will lie that he's clean, but really he's not clean. Especially when you do oral. Yeah, some, some guys, they're, they're not clean. And so, to prevent me from getting all of that germs inside of me, I just rather just abstain and not have sex with anyone. The second one is getting pregnant. Now, I I've never been pregnant. Well, I've been pregnant twice, okay, but I've never really experienced the full term. However, of course, when you get pregnant, you know what that means. You're going to have a kid and then you're going to have to basically your life change, okay? For those who have kids and who has uh, experienced all of that, you know what I'm trying to say. Even though I've never experienced having kids or going through a full-term pregnancy, I still understand it, okay? Because for me, I put myself in other people's shoes. And with that, I realized that kids are expensive. So let's say that I was having sex with a person and somehow the condom didn't prevent us from not getting pregnant and I was pregnant, I know that it's going to be expensive. Just living my life as a single woman, I'm already struggling just trying to keep up with, you know, my finance and trying to live life. To add another human being in my life, I don't know if I can, can do that. Plus, on top of that, what if you have a one-night stand or you were dating this guy for a couple months and you guys are in a situationship, right? So what happens if I, we, we were like that or I was like that, right? Um, what happens if he doesn't want to be part of my life or he wants nothing to do with the child that we created? I'm going to be a single mom and I don't know how I am able to do that. I've seen a lot of single moms who are killing it, and I'm pretty sure it is a struggle. But at the same time, putting my just visioning myself, putting myself in their shoes, and and thinking about me being a single mom, I don't think I'm capable of doing that. Especially 
with how my life is. I don't depend on my parents. I don't depend on my siblings who, you know, if I were to have kids, I know for a fact that I can't depend on them because they have their own life. And to have sex, and even if I'm careful or not, there's an oopsie and I'm pregnant. And if this guy is not willing to step up to be the father of our baby and he doesn't want nothing to do with our with our lives, I'm going to be a single mom. I understand that in order to raise a child or to raise kids, you need two partners to be able to do that. If I am just going to be the only one that's taking care of this child, then I'd rather not have sex at all. Okay, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. You know, I'm pretty sure there are good and bad things about having kids. But for me, just thinking about my life and what I'm going through, I just rather not have sex with a guy knowing that if something happens and I get pregnant, I don't want to be a single mom. I understand that it takes two people to raise a child. And for those who are capable of doing it by yourself, kudos to you, props to you. But for me, I just can't see myself doing that. So moving on to number three, religious belief. In my previous episode, you guys have heard that, you know, I grew up in a church and I've been a good girl. And there's a lot of things that is written in, in the Bible that talks about saving yourself and practicing purity. Now, in my church, we didn't really talk much about saving yourself or um, being pure after marriage all we heard what well, all i've learned or what i was exposed to when going to church is to not have sex and you're supposed to save that after you get married and you're supposed to have sex with your husband and that's it i would do have to say that that's what i practice and a lot of people they fall short on that okay like don't get me wrong you know if you were able to practice purity right after marriage and you're able to hold on to that urge <laughs> then kudos to you too okay uh, but people like like me where we fall short and we didn't give in there was like a lot of things that you know the what the bible and what other people or what other christian people will think of you when you lost your virginity before marriage i mean to go in depth with that yeah, that, that was one of the reasons why, uh, even before I was in my previous relationship, like, I didn't have sex because, one, you don't know anything about sex. Second of all, growing up in a, in a church where they don't talk about sex or they talk more about waiting until you're married to have sex and all of that, it's just ingrained in my head to where I'm thinking, okay, I, I specify just not have sex because if I have sex, getting pregnant and then getting all those... Uh, diseases especially the the pregnant part if you get pregnant it goes back to my culture as well too a lot of shame same with religion a lot of people bring a lot of shame to you when you have sex before marriage and when you get pregnant before you get married so a lot of fear a lot of things that makes you not want to have sex so growing up that's what I believed and that was what I was told and even though I didn't <laughs> fully um practice purity before marriage 
for those who are practicing that or saving yourself until marriage i give you all props because you know i was just one of those few people that didn't make it and you know it's okay and for those who who tried it and didn't make it like me you know it's okay it's okay that you know it didn't work out as long as you understand yourself you know what you want and need you don't have to practice that but if religion is something that is a part of you or is a value to you then go right ahead there's not a lot of people who are christians who actually waited until marriage there are a few who are waiting until marriage to have sex so whatever floats your boat whatever you believe in whatever you want to do that's totally up to you i understand both sides because i've done it and like i said i i didn't succeed towards the end but you know it's okay I believe that God is not going to judge you or going to look down upon you just because you didn't wait until marriage. Um, with this subject, I can go into dub on a separate episode, but to keep it short and to keep it simple for you guys, this is uh, another reason why I I am not having random sex with anybody else because I still believe in that i still believe in the bible's teaching even though i don't go to church or i don't consider myself a christian i am still a believer in god i believe there is a god and i am waiting just because i choose to wait you know and let's say that one day if i do meet somebody and i feel comfortable who knows like you never know like for those who are in this uh abstinence journey and people are saying that you know you're supposed to wait until marriage and and let's say if you don't wait until marriage it's okay because you never know like don't don't just tell people that okay i'm gonna wait until marriage to have sex again and what happens if you meet somebody who is you know whom you can trust who you respect you feel comfortable and safe with this person you never know what's gonna happen so for me personally if you are abstaining because of religious beliefs, go right ahead. If you are abstaining because of religious belief, but you met somebody that you are willing to have sex with, then that's totally up to you. Whatever works. For me, it's just as long as I am safe, I can trust this person, that's all that matters. Am I willing to wait after marriage? Yes, if the person that I'm with is willing to wait after marriage. But if not, then... You know, so be it. I'm not going to be too strict on that. Again, there's a lot that goes in depth with that. But eventually, I'll do a separate episode on that. That way, I can, you know, go in deep into why this works, why this doesn't work. And uh, that way, you guys have more of an understanding as to why some people practice this pretty thing, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so that's number three. And then last, number four, is spiritual belief or spirituality belief. So with that, I consider myself a believer in God, but I'm also spiritual as well. I also see things on the spiritual side. Again, I'm not an expert, but then spirituality is something that I am interested in. It's very intriguing. And when I do things in my life, I also see things in the spiritual way as well. If you are currently dating or if you are watching a lot of videos or social medias about dating, a lot of people have been talking about like narcissism, empath, and a lot of like soul ties, gaslighting, manipulation, and all that stuff, right? So I was introduced to all of that after I was divorce if you look at it in the spiritual side people have a hard time 
letting go of exes or if they tend to sleep around with the ex because they have a soul tie with them. How I look at it spiritually, I, I believe that when I do have sex with other men, whatever they whatever partner they had sex with, they still have the energy from the previous partners. I am very selective when it comes to being around certain people just because you never know what kind of energy people have. I want to prevent being around people who have negative energy. And with that, I also believe that when you have sex with a person, you both do exchange energy. So for example, if I was I was a type of woman where I slept with so many guys and the guys that I slept with are very abusive, very negative, whatever energy that we exchange. And let's say I met a new guy who is really nice and, you know, we connect and all that stuff or he hasn't had a lot of experience how I did. My energy of the men that I slept with will intertwine with his energy as well. It can make you be a different person. It can make you feel differently. It can make you become someone that you're not. And again, you guys don't have to believe that. But for me, for those who are very spiritual, I believe that. Okay, I believe that whatever partner that you sleep with, you still have that soul tie and you will still contain the energy that they they have to prevent myself from sleeping with guys who have have numerous partners or just men in general who are who have bad energy i'd rather not sleep with a guy who has all of that okay i and and i get it in this world nobody's perfect and you know human beings they are very sexual and this is something that I don't take lightly just because I want to prevent any negative energy that will come into my body. This is, uh, this could be another episode as well where I can talk in depth in my experience of why I believe you shouldn't just sleep with just random people in a spiritual aspect. And so again, just keep on following me, keep on listening, because eventually I will go into depth as to my experience as to why I believe you shouldn't sleep with just random people because of the spiritual aspect. But uh, yeah, I just don't want to catch other people's energy. Even if you don't believe in the spiritual side and you're more of reality side, you know, that's that's all up to you. But I do believe that that's just one of the reasons why a lot of people, a lot of exes, they go back to each other and they still sleep with each other because of having that tie with each other and just having that, still having that energy left of that person. And I mean, thank God I didn't go back and, you know, and sleep with my previous partner. I know that there are a lot of people that, that do that. And so I get it. It's, it's hard. OK, when it comes to sex, it's really hard to not give in. OK, <laughs> been there, you know, but um, if you guys want me to do another episode of all that stuff, let me know and I can tell you guys what I've done. But in the meantime, yeah, this is what I am doing and reasons why I am abstaining from sex is of course I, I want to prevent myself from having any disease any UTI I, I want a healthy body okay second of all you know I as much as I would want to be pregnant I don't want to be pregnant just because of a one-night stand or just with a, a random guy that I don't know 
and to prevent me from getting pregnant you know i'd rather not have sex and even if i have sex with this person what are the chances of you getting pregnant right you might get pregnant what happens if he doesn't want to be with you because he wasn't serious and he was just having fun and you know that's something that i don't take lightly of like i believe that you need two partners in order to raise a child and so if i'm doing this by myself i'd rather not put myself in that situation and third of course you know for a religious belief again even though i don't go to church or i don't really do everything that is written in the bible i still believe in waiting until after marriage and let's say if it doesn't happen i will eventually know when it's ready to give it up okay <laughs> but again whatever you you believe that's totally up to you that's still a part of me as an individual what that i still believe and then of course the last part is you know seeing sex as a spiritual thing where if you do have sex with another person you both are exchanging energy and it's to a point where if you want to break up with this person and if you want to leave this person it's going to be hard because you guys have already exchanged the energy already to a point where you guys are tied to each other and so you got to be careful like for me i'm just being extra careful uh, again i i am already loving my life i'm very content and i don't want to just randomly sleep with random guys just for the heck of it and yes yeah, sex is fun but i feel like once you realize that it's more to just having fun when it comes to sex it's, it's more like you you want the intimate relationship the intimate exchange and you just don't want to hit and quit it i honestly feel like if you are just fucking with each other and you guys are just hitting and quitting and that's it and then there's nothing more i feel like it's just similar to just masturbating in a way i mean the way that i see it you know when you have that urge you masturbate and then there it is that's it you don't really have that intimate conversation with each other it's just for me it's not fulfilling and for those who are just having fun and doing their own thing whatever works for you is is you but if you're the type of person where you do value yourself you value relationship you value that connection with another person then i suggest not fucking around okay not sleeping around it's just so that it, it saves you the heartache of the emotion and if you're a type where you're very emotional and you want more from that person then it's best to not have sex at all that's just my opinion again do whatever you want to do whatever floats your boat because at the end of the day it is your life nobody is in control of that but yourself if you want to begin your journey to abstinence go right ahead and i feel like a lot of people nowadays they just gave up on having sex and they just decided to embark in this journey of abstinence and if it's helping you to just put yourself at a center where you're just focusing on yourself and not focusing on just having sex or just focusing on another person this is a great way for you to to do that and that's what i'm doing and yes even though i do miss having sex okay like i'm just gonna be honest at the end of the day i i know myself that you know sex is just not it because as a person i want more than just sex sex should be an addition to the relationship not the full entire thing the moment when you take out sex what is there in the relationship so that's how i see things that's how i view things again if you are 
not that deep when it comes to your individual self or if you see sex as just a fun thing that's you but for me i take sex seriously and i'm just being careful for myself and my partner as well i'm just gonna be very selective basically that is all that i have for this episode I feel like this is a very short one. I'm just direct and up to point. And if this is an episode that is helping you to see sex in a different way, or if you are starting your journey to abstinence, I am there for you as well too, okay? I do realize that, um, and I do notice that when it comes to dating, a lot of time guys will ask us women our body counts and if we're waiting until marriage. I mean, those are just personal questions that they ask you. I've heard that some people say that you shouldn't tell your partner or you shouldn't tell the guy that you're meeting. Whatever works for you, if you feel comfortable letting them know, great. If you don't feel like telling them all these business, you don't have to tell them. Me personally... I'm not going to tell you guys <laughs> just because I'm just keeping to myself. I like I said, I am an open book, but um, I think it comes to a point where if you see this person whom you are, you want to be serious with, then that's up to you. If you want to answer those questions for me, I will say no, I would not answer those questions. If a guy asked me just because it's none of his business, if I do see that he's a guy where he's just you know, a friend or who is just curious about a mind of a woman when it comes to the sex subject or asking a woman her body count or her waiting until marriage, then I am open to have the conversation. But if it's someone that I'm interested in and somehow he happens to ask me those questions in an earlier stage of a relationship, then I would just say no. I wouldn't even share that with that person. But whatever works for you, that's totally up to you. But Everyone has their own reason as to why they are abstaining from sex. And if it's helping you along the way, great. If there's something that's new, definitely research it. There's tons of resources about abstinence and celibacy. It also intertwines with religion as well, too, even in culture as well. So, again, do your research. But for me, I choose this route versus, you know, following the hookup culture or being on my quote-unquote whole phase <laughs> even though you know i imagine myself going through that stuff i probably have a good time but i i, I gotta i gotta i gotta you know get back to reality like i have to realize that that's not me okay it's just not me you have to understand yourself if you don't understand yourself and what you can and cannot do then you're gonna have a hard time not being in this absent journey but overall, that is all that I have for this episode. Very simple, short. And yeah, and other than that, don't forget to check my Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. What else do I have? YouTube, of course. And uh, check my website as well, too. And other than that, that is all I have for this episode. Thank you so much for those who have been tuning in and supporting me. I always give you guys a shout out towards the end of my episode. Love you guys super, super much. Until then, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye.